32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Welcome back to 32GI Sports Nutrition. I'm Mr. Active David Katz. Mark Wolf has taken a step back today because we've got another fabulous guest for you on the podcast. Uh, she's a trail runner by trade. She's known as the Running Squirrel, and it's a great pleasure to welcome Joe Meek onto the podcast. Joe, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me on here. This is a, this is a first time, and I've been listening to it, so it's an honor to be on here. Now, Joe, uh, for most people, your accent will give away that you are from the UK if they didn't know that. And I, w- I want to start right on the sort of newsy topic. Uh, you were recently racing at in France. Uh, you didn't do the actual uh, Ultra Trail Mont Blanc, but you did the shorter event, the Triple C, I'll call it. You can give them the full name. But you went and finished second overall there, and you were the highest placed British runner, I believe, out of anyone else during the week. Yes, so the um, Ultra Mont Blanc is the main one. That's just over 100 miles, taking about 24 hours. And then there's a, there's a few others, one longer, which takes days, and uh, uh, two shorter, one going one way around Mont Blanc, sort of halfway around, and one going around the other way, halfway around. Um, so I chose to do the CCC, which is um, just over 100 kilometres with 6,100 metres of vertical gain. Um, and you start in Cormier in Italy, run into Champelax in uh, Switzerland and then back into Chamonix in France. Uh, I chose that one because it's a good build-up, an introduction to what the, the the ultimate race would be like doing the UTMB. So that is uh, on my sights one day. Now, I mean, we say it's it's not the race there, but it's still, as you said, 101 kilometers for most people. That's far further than they'll ever run. But, uh, you know, in South Africa, and you know very well, we've got the Comrades Marathon. It's not quite 100, but it's close on. You've run that as well, and you've had a very good result there in the past. I absolutely love doing Comrades. The atmosphere, obviously, is second to none. Um, but the, just the challenge, I did the down year, and... Um, uh, I came fifth when I did it out of the women. Uh, and it's fair to say I was limping more after that than I was after the race I've just done, having run for 14 hours in the uh, in the CCC uh, and significantly less time during Comrades to, to, to finish the race. But my legs were toast afterwards. It's a real beast of a race, Comrades. <laughs> No, it really is. A lot of people will attest to that. But it also, as you said, has this air of, um, I don't know, people just can't stay away from it. We've got our guys who've run 45-odd years in a row, which is absolutely incredible. Between your sort of road running and trail running, you've got more of a trail pedigree. Is that more what you focus on? My background is actually road running. So um, I am a runner, and a lot of trail trail races tend to be uh, not just running but quite a lot of hiking, um, climbing and I, I'm not very good at that so I tend to stick to whether it's road or trail but I do like the runnable stuff that's for sure. Now looking at some of your recent results you've done the Marathon de Sables you placed second there back in 2013 highest placed uh, ever British female there 2014 you were fourth at the IAU 100k world championship so there's no doubt about it uh, you, you're not a sprinter you like the long endurance stuff. Yeah, I battled away for years to try and get my marathon time down to something 
uh, a bit faster. My best is 246. Um, but um, back in the UK, that's uh, just kind of a good club runner, really. I wanted to uh, get underneath that to uh, to uh, to make my mark, but I never managed it. And uh, I think I've just gone longer and gone better. So uh, it's it's beginning to pay off all the hard work of uh, just going out for uh, all those training runs. But obviously, I love it as well. So. <laughs> So a lot of it is, I mean, we say, yes, you, you need the talent, but when you're doing these ultra events, where you're doing these crazy distances, these crazy amount of hours, a lot of it is mental. Do you have a special way of preparing yourself mentally? And when you're in a race and you start sort of hitting these dark places, how do you keep yourself going? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question because I'm not entirely sure I have an answer for that. I think... Um, once I've started something, I'm very reluctant to give it up. So a lot of that is just sheer stubbornness and determination. And I'll uh, I'll keep keep going on anything, whether it's running or if I've got uh, any any aspect of work, and I won't give up until until I finished it. So I guess that's just in my nature. Um, yeah, you do hit some dark places, but I have to remember that I did actually sign up for these races. <laughs> they are voluntary, so it's uh it's not like i've been held captive and made to do them so i also remember that as well um and i just like the challenge of knowing what i can what i where i can take myself so ultimately i am enjoying it whether i think i am or not um i guess that's what motivates me to uh to keep going just seeing what i can do and how fast i can do it in you really do learn a lot about yourself in these sort of uh, ultra endurance events. Looking at your nutrition and how you feel, I know you're in the 32 GI stable. Um, are there any special things you do that you find works very well for you? So uh, my my nutrition is just in everyday life a good balanced diet. I used to be vegetarian, but after 12 years, I've gone back to eating red meat uh, just for iron levels, really. Um uh, so I'm quite selective on what meat I eat, um, but I cook everything from scratch and it's just a really good, healthy, balanced diet. So that's day to day. Um, I tend to not overly worry about eating too many carbohydrates, but I do on, on race day. So um, I'll probably preload a little bit before such long events. And then um, on race day, I'll have um, probably just a, you know, a bowl of muesli or similar to start to start the day. And then... Um, and then during the race, it literally is the 32 GI gels, the chews. Um, and then if I want something a little bit more real, I'll take um, a homemade flapjack or, or something like that. But I do rely heavily on carbohydrates. And, um, so, you know, I didn't have any stomach problems during the race. Um, it's fair to say there was quite a lot of belching, but I think that was just the position I was running in my poor tummy moving up and down for 14 hours. But, um, yeah, no no GI problems, which is always a, a good relief for, for a runner. And, um, yeah, I tend to um, to balance it out. So my diet is, is fairly healthy on the whole. Joe, you, you mentioned the race itself, looking at the, the CCC, which you did recently. Um, you know, a lot of people over 100 kilometers, they're thinking, what am I going to eat? Am I going to have to have something that's similar to a meal? I know the average runner is not doing it in the time you're doing it, but uh, you were able to sustain yourself pretty much on gels and chews, didn't you? Yeah, for the whole 14 hours. I mean, it's fair to say I've been fairly hungry since I've stopped. But um, I, didn't, I didn't feel as though I was running out of energy at all. It, it, it was absolutely fantastic. 
Now, um, in terms of sort of post-race, you, you talked about being really hungry now. Coming out of that, of, of course, you know, initially or often for people, very hard to eat. But then replacing in that recovery nutrition, very important as well. Absolutely. So in the back of my mind, I, I generally try and eat within an hour, but it just wasn't possible. My stomach had had enough of of food or, you know, of carbohydrates. So I didn't actually eat for a good few hours after that race. But, you know, your, your body will always tell you what it wants, when it wants. And since then, I've been listening. So I managed to get some uh, 32 GI recovery drink in after the race, which I thought would be sufficient and uh, see me through the night. I mean, I got in at sort of 11 o'clock at night and sleep wasn't most forthcoming because my legs were on fire so and the adrenaline was still rushing so after having the recovery drink I um I've just gone back onto my normal diet now so um just listening to my body I've probably eaten more than I'd normally eat but uh but that's fine you know it's it's all good all good recovery so over racing can be a problem especially when you're looking at these endurance vents I know with sort of Ironman and and uh, challenge athletes they you know they don't want to do too many of these in a year how often do you find yourself racing so, uh, David, I learned the hard way. I over-raced the first year I came into ultra-running and, and then had to take some time off. My body had had enough. Um, so I tend to race ultras uh, maybe four or five in one year, depending on um, how long they are, because an ultra can be anything over a marathon. So if it was just a 30-miler, I might be able to get away with a few more. But uh, running for 14 hours is uh, is not possible to do it that often. <laughs> Joe, what's coming up for you? What's the goal in the next couple of months and, and years? What's the big one that you're sort of looking to? So the most immediate goal coming up is the World Trail Championships, uh, which are going to be held in Portugal this year, and I'll be running for Great Britain, and that's at the end of October. So recovery for that is crucial now, and then a little bit of training and then a taper into that one. That that brings us nicely into the winter where I'll uh, – just uh, just get back into training, really, no significant races. And then next year, I need to plan. So what uh, the, the race I've just done, the CCC gives me points for is a race in, um, in America called Western States, which is 100 miles on the trail. Um, so I'm hoping, but quite a fast trail, quite a well-groomed trail. So hopefully um, I'll get into that. It's a bit of a lottery, and that would then be an A race. And then obviously in the back of my mind, I also have – the, the the UTMB is is a main race and that will probably be uh, next year or the following year. Yeah. Western States definitely one of the pinnacle of uh, hundred miler races. Looking at uh, South Africa, you've raced here before in the Comrades. We've got a great well, we've got this great sky run here, but also Ultra Trail Cape Town launched in the last couple of years. Is that something that could be on the horizon for you? Yeah, no, I'd love to do that. I, I I wouldn't necessarily like to do the sky race because they are really technical. I'd give it a go, but I'm not sure I'd excel at it. Um, but uh, any other races, I tend to I tend to leap at. I know you've got some um, some great mountain ranges over there. Um, I've been listening to them on various listening to people who have raced on them on various podcasts. So yeah, keep keen to get back over there for sure. Uh, also, the uh, the comrades hasn't. I'm quite finished with that yet. I don't think. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. It's always great to have more competition. We've seen a great revival in South African women's running in terms of the ultras in the last couple of years, which has been fantastic. Lastly, before I let you go, Joe, I know you have a personal blog. It's called The, the Running Squirrel. Uh, if people want to sort of find out about that, follow you on that blog, how do they do that? And, and are there other avenues on social media where they can follow you? Absolutely. So I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as The Running Squirrel or uh, just Joe Meek. Um, 
can find me and uh, my blog is a wordpress blog so it's a uh, joe meek uh, wordpress um and uh and i'll be uh this weekend actually writing up my uh my ccc race um so i can uh yeah relive it relive the great memory <laughs> well i'll put the links up to that we'll look out for that fantastic result uh in france all the best for portugal and once again thanks very much for joining us on the podcast Thank you for your time, David. Thanks very much. Well, that's it from another edition of 32GI Sports Nutrition. From myself, Mr. Active David Katz, I'll catch up with you again next time. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted Sports Nutrition Advisors.